Welcome back to the Whatever Podcast. I'm Aubrey and I'm here with my mom, Pam Perry. Hey. And we have not podcast in a while. As a matter of fact, I'm just so off my game. This is our second take doing the beginning because mm-hmm. uh, something was taped over the first part, but it's all good. We are here. We are here. So what's been going on, Aub? Um, I went to New York to visit uh, my best friend, Sam, from college. Oh. Went with a... Uh, Lily, who is another one of my best friends okay. and my roommate. So we went to New York, which the first day me and Lily took on the city of New York by ourselves, which that was so draining. And just because like we didn't know. Okay, and we're back. Okay. What has been new with you? Well, I did recently win an award during Women's History Month from yes. the NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners. That was kind of cool when you came out and yes. Grandma came out. Yeah, my grandma came out. And my friends were there. We had a table. We had a trophy. I got a certificate from the Senate. It was just like, I was like, this is something. Like, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> it was the Top 10 Business Women of Michigan Award. And I won the Words of Wisdom category. And what was your quote? My words of wisdom is, those that show up, go up. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing because everyone had a quote to display when they go up to accept their award. And everyone had, like, Michelle Obama quotes, Oprah, um, Eleanor Roosevelt. And then my mom had a, a, a quote of herself. <laughs> so that, that's Pam so Perry. you could quote me. You could quote me. Those that show up, go up. Meaning that... of life is just really about just showing up, showing up and playing full out, being in the moment, being present and being intentional. So you go up. Yes. Well, we're going to get into today's topic, um, kind of just about confidence and how you are confident in yourself because... I, we can just see, you know, that you are a confident woman. So just a little insight to that and what it took to get there and my take on confidence, what it means to be confident, blah, 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 blah. I wasn't always confident, though. I, I just, just right off the bat, confidence comes when you feel like you're sure of a subject or you're sure of a particular issue or you're sure of uh, whatever it is. You have a surety, so it just involves practice, reading, knowledge, you, you know, so you don't start out confident. Right. So you, you gotta, it takes a little bit of a while, but I just, I think knowledge makes you confident. The more you know, and the more you grow, the more confident you become. Confident in yourself, you think? Yeah, because if you read, I don't know, 10 books on a subject, and then someone asks you a question about it, you're gonna be confident because you've read the information. Mm. When... Do you think that you started being comfortable in your own skin? I would say, I would say probably towards high school. Hmm. 
near Torrance High School, went to Cass. Cass is a big school, so, you know, you can either blend in or stand out. And I just felt like I wanted to stand out. So I was very intentional about the things that I wanted to do, um, confident about uh, where I wanted to go and uh, what, what I wanted to study. So I just, I really had mentors. And so mentors, if I had questions, I would go to them. And that really gave me more confidence because then I would seek out people who would answer questions if I didn't know or would introduce me to people that would give me answers. And that that's what made me confident. I remember starting a club in high school. I remember starting a newspaper in high school. So almost like a leader, like you have an idea. And then if you're really passionate about it, then you can actually make it happen. And you just have to get the right team around you. So that's, that's really, I think it's high school started that. That's interesting, because I feel like now, I mean, just like going off of my friends' personal experiences, I, I mean, I mean, I'm only 22 years old, so I'm still growing into being confident in myself like all the time. But I feel like high school, I was so, especially as a freshman, I felt so scared of like all the seniors and I just like want to go down the hallway, not really want anyone to look at me until like mm-hmm. senior year when I felt like I ran the high school. Yeah, you guys did run it. Everybody runs it in their senior year. But you were confident though because you had your group, you were in Palm. Whenever you are one high kick, you know, people give you congrats. I mean, so you practice that. So you were confident in that. I definitely feel like for me, it's fake it till you make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, 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 I guess sometimes it is fake it till you make it, but I would say sometimes it's really about just stepping to the fear anyway. Right. And I remember, I don't remember what age I told myself this, but like, cause I used to be like, I don't know if self-conscious is a word, but always just so like, oh, what is, what is someone going to think about this? Or what are they going to say if I do this? And I just remember one day I literally woke up and was like, you know what? I'm just going to decide to not care what anyone says anymore. And it goes away. Yeah. Cause it's, it's like, like, yeah, yeah that's like the definitely man one in thing. the closet or the monster in the closet. <laughs> it's like, if you open the door, it's going to be gone because the way I think about it is that people aren't really concerned about you as they are about themselves. So they, exactly. they really don't really care about you. You think that everybody's thinking about you, but they're really not. And so I would say, anybody listen to this podcast, if you're scared about doing something, don't be scared about doing about what other people think, because all they're doing is thinking about themselves. So go on and do you, boo. And that, that was my attitude when I really started uh, getting into working out and um, going to the weight section because it's obviously super intimidating when there's like a bunch of guys and everything but I was like you know everyone here is worried about themselves like no one is looking at me no one cares what they are then that's like dumb because they should be work focusing on their workout like why, exactly. why are you worried about me you know and so that's what I always tell like other people too if they're like nervous to go in the gym I'm like no one's here is concerned about you mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> I don't I don't I, I really don't let that intimidate me a lot of times I, I don't embarrass, so I don't know if that's confidence, but I don't embarrass easily. Oh, I've witnessed that view firsthand. I, I, I don't. I don't embarrass easily. There's Have nothing, you always been like that? I don't, I guess so. Nothing really embarrasses me because I've learned to laugh at myself, so it's not a yes. big deal. So it's like, yeah. it's, I, I mean, it could be something as stupid as like, oh, you know, you're leaving the bathroom and you got some toilet paper on the bottom of your shoe. 
you know, I don't get mortified because of that. It's like, oh my God, look at that. And it's like, ugh. And, and I just step it off. I mean, so it's not like I get mortified of anything or embarrassed by it because it's like it happens to anybody. It exactly. Happens to anybody. So I don't know. I think confidence really, too, it also started in church because in church they always made us stand up and read or stand up in front of church, give the announcements, be in a play. I mean, they always push us out of our comfort zone. Oh, we want you to do this. And it's like, oh my God. It's like, Reverend Jordan, he wants us to do this. And it's like, okay, you're in this pageant. And they would just push us, push us, push us out of our comfort zone. And so pretty soon at a certain point, it's like, there's nothing I'm afraid of. Mm-hmm. I had to sell ads. I had to sell ads. I feel like You didn't sell ads. Oh, my God. No, selling ads seems like terrible. No, it was not. It was a great way to build your confidence. I feel like, especially for your generation... It was probably more just like, listen, you're going to be confident whether you like it or not, because I feel like millennials, our generation, were marked as being like more, quote unquote, sensitive and like, um, like need to have our handholds and, you know, stuff like that. But like your generation was kind of just like, do it. Ex- yeah. Not really caring it. about anyone's feelings. Because mm-hmm. you see like all those articles that are like millennials feel like blah 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 and like I saw this article recently that's like um in high schools they don't have detentions they have like meditation uh what's that <laughs> meditation. just like things like that that it's like maybe sensitive is the word I don't know but I feel like that definitely might do you think that would affect someone growing into being more confident if they're it, it, being kind of we'll, like... We'll find out. I mean, I had, a, I had a, a, a girlfriend who has a daughter, and instead of putting her in timeout, she puts her in, like, mindfulness. So go and do your mindfulness meditation. I'm like, what? She said, yes, I wanted to go and think about what she did. So it's not timeout. They call it mindful mindfulness yeah. meditation at three or four years old. And, you know, some people are like, you're going to get a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> You knew you weren't supposed to eat that cookie. Bam. This is what, this is, now you know. Don't go sit over and think about it. Because now you think about, like, how you can scheme to get another one. Yeah, I feel like that definitely plays into, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. But confidence is really a thing that you have to, the more, again, the more you know about something, the more knowledge you know about something, the more confident you be. If you're not knowledgeable about it, you should not be afraid to ask a question. So one of my phobias was always in a big, big room after a speaker would speak would be to ask a question. That would always just be my phobia. So I made myself, whenever a speaker would speak and they would say, does anybody have any questions? I would make myself be the first one to say a question. And I didn't even know what I was going to say at the time. I just would raise my hand. And then I would feel everybody look at me like, Did she just raise her hand? She's going to ask something. So I said, so what did you mean about... Chapter five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just anything, just so I could be the first one to break that off of me because it was like, no one is really paying attention to you. Just ask the question of the speaker that just spoke. Do you think that confidence is something that once you have it, you have it, or you're always just like growing you're into being growing. comfortable in yeah, who you are? always growing. I mean, I think there's probably... I know growing up with some people that really were like, quote unquote, in the entertainment field or they were real comfortable on stage. They were always just confident. They loved being on stage. They loved being the center of attention. 
I really didn't. I like really being behind the scenes, promoting, taking pictures, you know, that sort of thing. But as time went on, I then became more confident in that area. You like to be in front of the camera? Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> but I do. I feel, you know, when um, at Nava, when they were taking pictures, I really did feel more comfortable mm-hmm. having the camera and trying to get the shots than having the shots taken. I right. really did. That was, that was the first time I really felt that. It was like, I really do feel more comfortable in really organizing the shots and making sure everything is... Like, you right. like taking pictures more. Yes. I yes. feel like that's because you're more in control. Yeah. And I, I know good shots. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm looking for. Right. So, yeah, I do. Versus someone taking a shot at me and it's like, oh my goodness, what are they shooting? <laughs> <laughs> what do I look like? Well, not even that. Just like, what? it's like, I want them to get the the logo in the background or make sure the branding is right or you know just the like just just the whole branding of pr and marketing that's mm-hmm. my it's my brain that's the way my brain thinks a way that i think that people my age might feel like a little um insecure or not confident is because in themselves is because just like the whole comparing yourself to the people because mm-hmm. i feel like when you were growing up, you not you don't necessarily really know what everyone's doing. Did you kind of just feel like, oh, I'm doing this, so other people might be doing this? I mean, it, it would be, I remember, you can tell from either newspapers, obviously, yearbooks and things like that, you can make a comparison. So, or if there was a something in school and it's like, okay, the honor society, they're going to bring out the top 10 people, whatever. I mean, so you could still compare yourself. So it's not like you didn't know what anyone else was doing. Because they would make either the announcements or, or it's written somewhere that they're comparing it. Or even like in the school newspaper, you know, which is not really a big thing. But they would just list like whatever, whoever is doing what. They won this award. They're doing this. They did DECA. They won that. And it's like, dang, you know, I didn't win DECA. Or I came in last in DECA. So you would still compare. But I don't think that made made our generation less confident because... Heck, if you're just walking down the hall, you could still see what someone else is wearing versus what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. You That's know, true. Back in the day, if someone wore designer jeans and you didn't have any, it's like, oh, okay. Because well. now we can just scroll, scroll, scroll on Instagram, be like, so and so is getting married. I, I don't, I'm not getting married. So and so is just got promoted. I didn't get promoted. So and so just got a new car, and it's just so easy to. It's easy. Not. Be confident in yourself when you're always looking at, you know, other yeah, but people. I think, it, I think it was still, it was still a thing. People still did compare. If we uh, went to Cast Tech, shout out to Cast Tech. So everyone had to either take the bus or they drive to school. So if you take the bus, what bus did you, because you're coming from all over the, the city. So depending on what neighborhood you're from, did you come from the east side, the west side, you know what bus it is. So people would judge you or, or look at that. Or if you were going to park your car did you have an old car or new car so obviously you know if you had a new car if you had a uh your, your parents cadillac or i mean so it was always a thing because people would look just people like in different look. ways yeah it's just it's not scrolling in terms of like on a computer but your eyes were scrolling and people were comparing so they would sit in the lunchroom and compare right sit at this lunchroom and say who has what and who doesn't have what i mean that's just a that's almost like human nature but as you get older you grow out of it because it doesn't matter. You realize all this stuff is just like superficial and doesn't really matter. So you don't really care about that because you're, you're thinking 
Oh my God, like by our 10 year class reunion, we were like all trying to impress each other. By oh, I can only imagine. And then by 20 um, reunion, yeah, you're not really trying to. By 30, you know, 40, by your 40 year reunion, you're just so glad to be there. It's like, Did hey, you have your 40? I had my 40th class reunion, yes. And we didn't care. We were like just so glad to see each other because a lot of us weren't here. So you have to find out really, are you happy? Are you good? Me and my friends, I mean, I've only been out of high school like five years five years and we <laughs> talk about our 10 year reunion we're like i can't wait like we have to go show out we have to be bougie we have to we have to go on a party bus we gotta go to like a limo <laughs> yeah that that was the thing by our 10 year reunion everybody was trying to floss and act like they had it all together and they wanted to be married and they wanted to have this and nobody really had it all together at the 10-year reunion. You were just really you were just starting. Started. Yeah. The... You were just getting started. And it's like, shoot, are you, did you move out of your parents' house yet? <laughs> How about so. that? Let's start with that. Oh, my goodness. How do you think confidence and, like, how, how important do you think it is? And how do you think it affects your relationships, whether that's with significant others or with your friends? Confidence is real important in your career. Definitely for sure, because if you're coming in your career, you're going to speak up and stand up and really talk to your customers. So that really matters. So, but basically, you got to know your stuff at work. Confidence definitely, definitely, definitely matters. At, at least, you know, the career that you're in. But like, sometimes even like someone will ask me a question and it'll be like a client at work. And even if I know what I'm talking about, but I don't sound like I do, mm-hmm. people are so up from like, do you know? Do you know the answer to this or no? And it's just like, okay, like, I know what I'm talking about. So even sometimes I have to just, like... Be forceful about yeah, it. Yeah, because... Be assertive. Yeah. You can definitely feel the energy if someone is confident mm-hmm. or not what they're you saying. Can. And you can also feel when they're overconfident, too. So that's the other thing. Confident. So, yeah, confident can, can be bad if you're, quote-unquote, overconfident and you don't really know you're trying to just be an imposter, they call it the imposter syndrome, or when you are confident and you just have to make sure that you're telling it to someone with integrity, straight out, straightforward. And so that's really just knowing your stuff and say, listen, I'm telling you the truth. This is what I'm, this is how the situation is. Our policy is this, whatever, whatever, you know, at work, but you have to say it in such, the tone matters. The tone is what Mm -hmm. matters. If you're real mousy and talking like this, of course they're going to run over you. Exactly. Even if it's like, this is just something that popped in my head. Like if you're in a meeting and like they they say like anyone have like anything to add or to say and the person who's quiet and says whatever, no one really hears them. But someone who is louder and more confident says the same exact thing. Everyone's going to be like, oh, great great idea. idea. Mm -hmm. Which is a reason why it's so stereotypical in the workplace that it's like men Mm -hmm. are so much more dominant and yeah, they're presence is just bigger yeah they have a lot of voice they have a deeper voice so it's like hey you know especially like for me i notice if i either talk to a new person or someone i'm not i don't or i'm not comfortable around my voice gets so high pitched Mm -hmm. and i'm like i can't help it i hate it (laughs) i sound like i'm 12 well yeah well then at a certain point in time then if you know that work on that and that's what the confidence does anything that you're not really feeling good about then just work on it and practice just like you do with palm if palm or anything exercise you know the more you practice the better you get the more you practice the better you get i always tell people if you're real 
not really good at public speaking, to do something like Toastmasters, to make yourself speak every single week. Toastmasters is a really good organization where you go and you speak every week. I just want to touch on this along with that is a pet peeve of mine is when someone is about to do public speaking, like make a toast or presentation. Mm -hmm. The first thing they say is, oh, I'm really bad at public speaking. So sorry if I do this. And it's just like, why would you say that right before you're going to public speak? Like, never just be like, oh, I suck at this, da da da. The energy of that will just take I it just down because now our expectations, so much. Are, our expectations are in the toilet. And like, it's like, then, all right, I'm looking for something for you to be bad at. Because right. <laughs> yeah, if you would have never said that before, I wouldn't yeah. have that's, thought that's twice. A bad, that's what they call a bad energetic to really just say that out, out front. Don't, don't do that. So if you're not really good at public speaking, make sure that you. Stand up tall, for one thing, so your diaphragm doesn't have that, you know, so you're breathing better. And you look better, too, when you stand up yeah, straight. Yeah, and you just stand up straight, and then your your body feels like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But if you just go on and say, oh, I'm not really good at public speaking, of course, and now, now your your brain, everybody's brain, your brain goes towards that, that lower vibration of like, oh, yeah. No, Even like like palm like we would always have to like shoulders back chest up like mm-hmm. like project yourself it's like what our coach always tells us project, and yeah. the teams that do that and don't do that is such a difference like the team we're talking about kanye west and how he it's always talking about like how he's the greatest this he's the best that and so many people believe it though because he says that with because he believes that he he is all those things and he's no different than what muhammad ali did way back in the day i am the greatest so you don't think muhammad ali is the greatest i mean he said it before he was the greatest (laughs) that's the thing he would say it before he really was and it's like tony robbins he wrote a book called um i am not your guru and so basically he was people were thinking like you're not and then they would think like well maybe he is and so now he's known as a guru because it's like, yeah, definitely it's something that they had within themselves, which has projected to other people for them to think that about you. Yeah, Kim it. Kardashian, you know, not to bring her up, I whatever. So Kim Kardashian, <laughs> she's married to Kanye West, and I was watching an interview with her, and someone said, like, what has Kanye taught you since you've met him, been married to him? And she was just like, to be confident and sure of who I am because she said before she would always like read all these blogs about her and it would just get her down because obviously people have so many opinions on her and she said ever since she's been with Kanye like he would just be like you're the greatest and like that energy I guess she started to believe it too like in herself and I think too that that has something to do with Kim and, and Kanye. Well, one, she's a she's a woman, and so she's going to really feel, be more of a mm-hmm. feeler. And so she just wants to make sure that she's, you know, she doesn't want to feel like she's too out there and out of touch with people, so she really cares about people's feelings and what they what they say. So she's going to read it. Where men, they don't care less. They ain't reading nothing. They don't care. It's just like, Especially because her career is so driven on people liking her right and so, his kind of like well i'm gonna make music regardless and you guys are probably gonna buy it regardless right or it's, it's two different things but it is good that you don't really really take all this stuff and really internalize it you have to not really care what people think the bottom line not really care what people think just like do you 
be sure of yourself. Be sure of yourself. And then just take some private time. You got to take private time, I would say, journaling, journaling, doing vision boards, reading, uh, meditating. All those things really build you up on the inside and fortify you on the inside. That way, if winds blow, whether people hate you, like you, don't, you know, think you, whatever, it won't bother you. Mm-hmm. Won't bother you. Taylor Swift. Was that a Taylor Swift quote? No, I thought it was, she did some kind of song like that. Uh, Haters gonna hate. Uh, oh, shake it off. Haters yeah, just gonna shake hate. it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah shake, <laughs> it shake it off. What a quote, but you know, just just shake it off. Whether right. They like you or don't like you, just shake it off. I kind of had a question that that said, "What has helped you build your confidence over the years?" But I guess you can touch on that a little bit. Yeah, stepping out of your comfort zone, doing stuff that you're afraid to do. I think mm-hmm. one of the things Challenging I was most yourself. afraid to do. You know, just speaking, I think the largest crowd I spoke to was like a thousand. Wow. And uh, that was, that was really, that was really hard because it's like, oh my God. You know, it's weird for me. Like, I feel like speaking in front of a thousand people would be so much easier than speaking in front of like 10 people. Mm. Cause like a thousand people, I'm like, okay, I can't really see anyone. Mm, like I, that was, was hard. And I can't, you know, I don't know if they're looking like, you know, it's like, so that I'm just speaking to a number, but ten people, it's like I can see each of, each of their faces. I actually have like mm-hmm. a connection. Like that's just too much. Like I would rather also speak in front of strangers than my family. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. Well, you're. I think that's an extrovert then. I I think that must be because an extrovert would not want to. Yeah, an extrovert would. That's 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 like what actors do. So actors would rather just be in front of uh, millions of people. Right, in a movie, versus someone wanting to speak in a small crowd. It's like that. What is I'm that? a, I'm like a introvert, introverted extrovert. <laughs> a introverted extrovert. Because okay. like I can talk to people, strangers, whatever. But right, I just get like. Like, I I wouldn't be able to spend the whole entire night. Like, I would need to like go in a corner for a second drink some fruit punch and then I could go back to talking to people like I it just takes a lot out of me okay so yeah I'm an extrovert so I get you from getting oh and I know you are too because there are times where I'll just want to relax calm down and you do too but by the by how you do that is you'd be like so tell me like you want to talk and I'm like I don't want to talk I want to sit here in silence (laughs) So, yeah, I get energy from people. But then, yeah, that, I do. I, I love conferences. I love being in front of people. I love talking to people. I get energy from them. I have to mentally prepare myself to, like, if I were to go to, like, a networking thing, I would have to, like, mentally prepare, like, okay, you're going to go talk to these people. You know, you're going to do this. That's, that is it. Because introverts get their energy from being more contemplative, being more, uh, what I call it, mindful they get their energy from really just thinking they like listening introverts like listening so when you when you tell them you got to go somewhere and talk. yeah introverts like to listen and i'm more introverted than extrovert 
but I was telling someone, like, I'm the best person to tell secrets to you because I'm also kind of forgetful, so I'll probably forget <laughs> whatever you told me. Oh, no. That sounds familiar. I, my, Mark does that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have that face. Like, I'm really listening. And then they say, are you listening? What'd you say? Yeah, that's me. No, no, no. But, yeah, confidence is one of those things, too, that has to start with knowing who you are and whose you are. So I always think that, Knowing that you're a child of God, that's where your confidence should come from. Lie in first. And then God wants you to be confident in that. And then he wants you to really work on that. Mm -hmm. So he loves you. He wants you to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you love other people. And that's it. Very simple. That simple? That simple. Yeah, I definitely think that confidence is self-journey to... You know, it just kind of goes with, like, self-love, you know. You have to embrace everything. Exactly. Even, like, your flaws. I was telling someone, like, I can't wait until I'm... Because I'm sure when you were, like, 20-something, you were just kind of, like, growing into yourself and, you know. Yeah, 20s, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till I'm 30 so I can do this or whatever, whatever, and I'll be... You know, doing this and, you know, every, every time you hit a milestone of a certain age, you look into the next one of what the next, it's like goals, your next goal. Yeah. And I just feel like 40, I'm just going to be like, cause I feel like even now I'm still like learning new things about myself and different situations. And I feel like when I'm 40, like I'm just going to know so much more about me and the woman that I'm going to be and exposed to more stuff. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just feel like getting older is cool. <laughs> I think, and I think, too, traveling really helps. You know, mm-hmm. traveling different situations, meeting new people really helps because when you meet new people, they pull out new parts of you that you didn't know. And mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I just think when in my 20s, I traveled a lot. I traveled a lot. So that was one of the main things. And I wouldn't be afraid to go places alone either. I feel, I've heard that, that that's good to travel alone. Yeah. I mean, even I if it's around the city, I would go to a, a, an event or a conference or an organization by myself. And I would just go. It's like, hey, you know, this was kind of cool. It's like, who'd you come with? Nobody came by myself. It's like, oh, not you brave. It's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, so yeah, so that's kind of cool. And the more you do it, it's like a muscle. The more you use it, the easier it gets. Right, because if you are doing the same thing every single day, not challenging yourself, you're not growing that way. You're Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I I do think one of the the main things is just reading. I love, love reading. I was reading this book here. Happened to read uh, Life in Motion, The Unlikely Ballerina, My Story of Adversity Adversity and Grace by Misty Copeland. So she was, like, one of the first African-Americans to be in the... Uh, the first African-American to be a ballerina in the prestigious American Ballet Theater. And so in order for her to be the only African-American, she had to be pretty confident in her skills, right? So this basically talks about that and how she had to practice just to make sure she was confident. Yes. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast and for, you know, shedding some words of wisdom since you were the words of wisdom. That was it. The words were. <laughs> All right. And you guys, we are going to be better about this uh, posting podcast. Yes, once a week. Yes. Once a week. Okay. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, the whatever pod. Follow me on Instagram, Aubrey14. Follow me on Instagram, on Pam underscore Perry. 
And, oh, Twitter, I'm Aubrey Mariah, 14. On, on Twitter, I'm Pam Deary. All right. That's it. You got That's it. That's it. Hit us up. Let us know what you want to hear next. Yes, let us know what you want to hear next. Like, subscribe, follow, all Shit. of that. Yes. There you go. <laughs>